if you check your clock right now, it's showtime. Welcome to the third episode of the Showtime Sports Podcast. It's your host, B. Jennings, the point guard, and the co-host, the cameraman with all the colorful commentary. It's your boy, Skirt. And um, it feels really good to get a WWE intro when, when I come up on the mic. But why don't you give our listeners an introduction of what Showtime is all about? Showtime Sports came together from five of us guys who really just love the game of basketball. We'll talk about more in depth about the story when we have the commissioner, Kenny Rose, in the lab next week. But for now, I just wanted to provide a brief introduction about the league and Showtime Sports currently. We offer a basketball league for both men and women in the Central Jersey area. I would love to say we're a semi-pro league, but we're working towards that. This league is... I don't even know where to start. It's just... Super fun, fast-paced, competitive, intense. We offer full uniforms, pictures, videos, highlight tapes, and now podcasts. We have an amazing, when I say amazing, fan section. And it really just feels like a community. season we've tried to provide something new that the fans or players have asked for and this is now our second season adding in a silver division this division is still very competitive and organized it just has a little more of a relaxing factor with that being said we are now going to recap week three of the silver division i've been saying that for over a year now i spoke it into existence this is the best league in new jersey Moving on to the Week 3 Silver Division Recap. This game of the night was Team Fame versus NJABC. Really good game, back and forth. NJ tried to make a late run at the end of the game, but ultimately Team Fame pulled it through. The final score was 75-72. to 72. This ended up being a really, really good game. At the end of the first half, uh, I didn't expect it to be a good game because Team Fame was up. 13 and a half, but the second half was a completely different story. On NJABC, Lamont had 28 points, and he actually had a lot of help. Zoko had 15 points, 12 rebounds, two blocks, and four steals. That's a great game. And Trayvon had nine points, five rebounds, and seven assists. I think NJABC is still trying to figure out what type of team they want to be. At certain points of the game, they get out in transition and they look really good. And then there's certain parts of the game where their half-court offense looks really stagnant and it's a lot on one-on-one. They just really need to learn each other's strengths and trust each other more. On Team Fame side, Mr. Double-Double himself, Rail, 14-10 and 10 and 6 assists. You're a really consistent player, bro. I would say the only problem with Team Fame this game is they took their foot off the gas. They went up 13, second half, you know, they took NJABC very lightly. Yeah, I definitely feel like they were just playing with their food a little bit. 
taking some bad shots, um, not moving the ball like they were in the first half. And ultimately, it helped NJABC come back in the game. As long as their big three of Troy, Aldon, and Tyrell are doing their thing, I don't see how they can lose. I also want to give a shout-out to their role players. Starting off with Mikey, coming late and coming right in the game and hitting two threes. Just a straight sniper. Then you got my boy OC, six points, nine rebounds. He's just a typical hustle player who gets you those extra possessions you need. Then you have Dre and Chris who just move the ball, make their open shots, and just play the right way. This team is really well-rounded. Yo, Troy, I don't I don't know what's gotten into you. That game was very out of character for you. You don't you're not that aggressive, but I liked it. It was very good for your team. Your team needed it. Moving on to the second game of the night, it was 99 Problems versus Soul Star Warriors. This one got pretty out of reach from the jump. 99 Problems came out firing. TJ Booth finished with 27 points, four threes, and six rebounds. Malcolm, their point guard, had 13 points, nine rebounds, and four assists. Jorge, who got his first start of the season, finished with 14 points, four threes, and three assists. I love the way 99 Problems plays. They're fast-paced. They get up a bunch of threes, and they get a bunch of steals. That's literally the way I love to play. For Soul Star Warriors, I just don't know what's going on with this team. Last season, they were a lot better, and it feel like they added some much-needed firepower. I'll tell you what the problem is right now. I just counted the team assists for Soul Star Warriors. Five assists. Five team assists. That is not winning basketball. I agree. I feel like a part of the problem was that they just weren't hitting shots. Their shooter, Rob. Only had two points, but I feel like he got a decent amount of looks and he just wasn't hitting them. I also feel like they had a mismatch with their two bigs in Barucci and Jordan. Both those dudes are like six, six at the shortest, and they didn't really take advantage. Jordan came late, but as soon as he got in the game, he had like a quick six, then barely shot the ball after that. And Barucci, for him to only finish with six points, tells me he wasn't aggressive enough at all. If you watch the game, the first three minutes of the game is 99 problems just getting steal after steal and pushing the ball on the break, getting open threes and open layups. Soul Star was nowhere to be found, not getting back and not communicating or stopping the ball. That led to an early timeout. If you watch the first opening minutes of the game, Barucci, you shoot a fadeaway on someone who's 5'9 and you're 6'6, six, 6'7. Six, six, be strong, bro. Yeah, I agree. Especially after watching Brucci play last season, he was a dominant force inside and outside. I feel like they just need to find a better way to get their big men the ball. And they should be winning the rebound battle every game. There's no way they got out-rebounded by this team, who is basically a bunch of guards and TJ. Rebounding doesn't really take skill. It's more of a hustle thing. And a stat that we noticed that was pretty crazy to us was Malcolm getting nine rebounds. And the bigs on Soulstar having three rebounds and Jordan having five rebounds. Malcolm had more rebounds than both their bigs. That just doesn't make sense to me. I think one thing that 99 Problems was missing was their leader. I think TJ really stepped up for them this game. He was rebounding. He was 
making the right plays. He was hitting threes. He was scoring. He really did a bunch of everything, and he kind of set the tone for the rest of the team. I think ultimately, though, Malcolm is their leader. He's the smallest player on the court, but he rebounds better than anyone. He gets steals. He plays tough nose defense. He really kind of sets a black Air Force type energy for this team. <laughs> this game ended up coming down to mostly heart and hustle, and so Sar showed none of that. Word on the street is 99 problems, and Soul Star is not one. Moving on to the last game of the day. Fast break 76, team select 65. Team select started off in the 3-2 zone, and it seemed to be working pretty well. They got a bunch of steals and some quick layups to start off the game on a 10-0 run before fast break called a timeout. Time, though, fast break seemed to figure out the 3-2 zone. They started getting the ball to the middle, and they were getting they were getting mid-range shots, floaters, getting directly to their hole, and then passing it to their big man for an easy layup. To be honest, I thought Team Select was going undefeated this season. It looked very, very possible. But um, I would say what happened this game was perimeter defense in the second half was very conish. Very lackadaisical, very uninspiring. And they just let Latrell do whatever he want. Latrell went crazy. 28 points. Sorry, 27 points. He's averaging 28 points. Eight free throws. And if you watch that game, it came down to his free throws. And if you watch a lot of basketball games, a lot of teams lose off two, three, four missed free throws. And Latrell made Every single free throw at the end of the game. It was, it was it was very beautiful to watch. Including this game and previous games, I'm noticing team select is very bad with rotations and substitutions. And once they figure that out, they're not losing another game. Now we're going to move on to our predictions for next week's games. The first game of the day is 99 Problems versus NJABC. For me, I think that uh, I'm going to have to go with 99 problems. NJABC just hasn't proven to me that they can win a game in the crunch time. What do you think? Um, I'm going to have to agree. I think Malcolm Robinson on 99 problems is the biggest difference maker in this game. Um, Yeah, I'd agree. I think that um, for NJ ABC to win this game, Trey's gonna have to have a big game, along with Andres and Zoko and Lamont. Um, those guys just have to find a way to play together, play better together. I feel like they still just really don't trust each other. But like I said, if they can just find a way to trust each other and move the ball and play defense, it's gonna be a close game. But to me, I still got nothing no problems. This game is Soul Star first fast break. I think this one's a no-brainer to me. Fast break just has the guard play, and I don't think that Soulstar can keep up. Granted, Soulstar has the bigger players, and they have the length to kind of keep up with uh, fast break's big men. I just don't see how they can win a game against this talented backcourt of Jason and Drew. Yeah, um, Soulstar, they don't have bad players. It's just... They don't play well as a team at all, and I don't think this is the game they're going to figure out 
how to win because Latrell was leading the league in scoring and he's he's in a different mode right now. So fast break by a blowout. Ooh, what's the spread? I say sixteen. All right. And the last game of the night, which I think we'd all say is the game of the night. Team Fame versus Team Select. Um, I'm going to have to go with my team, obviously. <laughs> I think if we all show up, we um, have a good chance of winning this game. As long as we uh, do certain things like keep Tyrell off the boards, um, keep their shooters like Ron and Mikey from getting wide open shots, and then just containing Freak and um, Aldon, I think we have a good chance. I like our guard play versus theirs. Um, I think that Goggin and and um, Levi will push the ball and um, make the right plays. And then I just got to honestly just play my game. I feel like I've been trying to find my shot in this gym. And it's been kind of messing with my head. I feel like I would just let it come naturally, hit my open shots. Um, we should be good. Oh, Don, this is um... – the biggest game of the season, I would say so far. P possible championship matchup right here. I'm going to need you to be on your A game, bro. Because Goggin is going to play full-court defense all game. And I hope you're ready. Um, Team Fame still undefeated, you know. Team Select just had their first loss. Ah, man. It's, it's kind of hard to call this one. But I'm going to agree with my brother. As long as everyone shows up for team select, I don't, I don't see them losing. What's the spread? Uh, I think it's gonna be a close game. Um, I say eight. Eight. I was gonna say team select minus two and a half. <laughs> oh, okay. Team select minus two and a half. Okay, I like it. All right, guys and gals, that's our predictions for next week's games. Um, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you have any suggestions or questions, feel free to DM us at any time. See ya.